Welcome to the station. With your host, take this room to the station. If it's Thursday morning and I've got coffee and it's early in that Thursday morning, then it's time for the station, which is brought to you today by Fall Break. Give me a break. Give me a break. It's Fall Break and it's so great. Ooh. Yep, so we are on Fall Break, <clears throat> which is a lovely time for teachers and students alike. And we are all happy to be on it. Yes, right upon fall break. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hope everybody's having a great week thus far and uh, enjoying the lovely weather that we've been having. At least we had it when we went camping. We went camping uh, over at Mouse Tail Landing State Park uh, earlier this week. And we're going camping one more night tonight. Going to be exciting. Ooh. Just doing all the camping. It's going to be great. All right. Yeah, so it's brought to you by Fall Break and Camping. Camping on Fall Break. Let's do it. Hey, I know what we should do. What's that? We should definitely check out the record. Check my record. Will you check my record? Gonna check my record. We went 5-0 and again for the second time this season we were perfect for a week. Let's just recap this whole thing. The last three weeks we have gone 5-0, and 4-1, and and 5-0, and which brings our season total to 20-5. and We are at .800 which is 800, I guess, which means, I guess, that we've been correct in our prognostications 80% of the time so far this year. We're batting 800. I'm loving it. Yes, this could, wait, whoa, 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 hold on. Remember how we talked about hubris? Yes, I remember hubris. Yeah, we're getting tons of it right now. We need to, like, dial it back. Let's humble ourselves. Let's do this thing. Everything is fine. Yes, we've had three good weeks in a row. But this is fantasy football. I know it's fantasy po- football. I know, but it's the things are crazy. Things can go crazy. The next thing we know, we're going to talk about all this great stuff that's happened to us. Then we've gone two and three and one and four and, oh and five. And it's going to be, it's all going to come back around. Let's just be chill. Let's just enjoy it. Okay. All right. You're right. Okay, then, all right. You remember, we're going to be gouging our eyes out next if we keep it up. I know, I know. Okay, all right. All right, everybody. We're 20 and 5. Now it's time for the matchup of the week. It's time for the matchup of the week. All right, matchup of the week belongs to Church Home STDs. Nope, it's not the SIF, it's not HPV, it's the matchup of the week. That's right, Brock Purdy brought it home for Justin with a four-tutty 
game and he beats Jay by about six points in a low scoring close and gross matchup. Oh, it was close and gross. We love close and gross. Oh, we love close and gross. Yeah. Justin, after wheeling and dealing, gets his first win of the season. Congratulations, Justin. Now at one and four. Jay, Jay, ever since he dropped Austin Eckler for Roshan Johnson, has started a uh, trend here of losing. Um, and yeah, us picking him at the number one, or prognosticating for him at the number one spot, not looking so good right now. Uh, he's not been able to score very many points recently. And uh, Justin, though, got his first win, as we prognosticated, uh, doing some wheeling and dealing and looking for some more hotness. Close and gross. Close and gross. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now it's time for the week six matchups. Matchups of the week. All right, week six matchups. Here we are. We're close to the halfway point of the season. Here we are, week six. So things are starting to cement themselves. We're cementing ourselves into the season of what's happening. We've had a lot of injuries. I mean, look, I went camping. I was totally off the grid. I had no idea what was going on on Sunday. We, we got to the campsite right when the game started on Sunday. And I had, there was no service at my campsite, period. So, which is what I wanted, uh, or what we wanted for sure. And but I had no idea what what happened until Tuesday in the afternoon. No clue. So so get back home after camping, and it's like, oh wow, like eighteen of my players are hurt. Uh, in fact, a lot of players are hurt. Um, and maybe I shouldn't have been making the trades I've been making. <laughs> I really feel like I've done some idiot trades this year so far. <laughs> Justin Fields got frustrated with him after two weeks and dealt him for a player I no longer have. Let's just go over all this, okay? Then I dealt Alvin Kamara Kamara, Camario Camario, over to William. And uh, yeah, he looks like he's, yeah, he's like, yeah, no, sure. Trade me away right away. I'll, uh, I'll score touchdowns and things and, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing anymore, guys. But here we are. Here we are, Lord. It is I, Lord. I am making trades that make no sense. That's an that's an old it's an old hymn there. And speaking of him, let's just go on in our first matchup. First first matchup is him bag matchup. That's right. That's right. Here's my hymn bag. I just every time I come up with a hymn, I jot it down on a little piece of paper and I put it right here in my hymn bag right there. You can just look in there. There's all types of hymns that haven't been uh, sung before, but they will be sung once I get them all going in my hymn bag. Whoa, that's weird. All right, let's take a look at the numbers. Him job is projected for 81.55 points. That's a 63% favorite. And ludicrously capacious bag is projected for 72.65 points. That's a 37% dog. So we are picking JMH. 
we are going with the favorite here, according to Yahoo. Let's check out why. In our quarterback matchup, JMH has Jay Hurts, and Becky has Jared Goff. Jared Goff, you get in here right now, Mr. Goff. Get in here right now, sir. You're not supposed to be out there throwing that ball around like that. You get in here, Mr. Goff. Oh, but mother. <laughs> Don't know why he was British. That was strange. So, absolutely. Let's see here. Jalen Hurts going up against the Jets. That's a tough defense. But Goff, Mr. Goff, it's going up against Tampa Bay and their Buccaneers. And that is also not the greatest. Well, actually, their secondary is beatable. Uh, but we're still going to say out advantage Jalen Hurts because he can run and he can throw and he can do all types of stuff. So out advantage Mr. Hurts to JMH. Then we have Jamar Chase in the wide receiver one position for JMH and Christian Kirk. That is definitely out advantage to JMH because Jay Chase got three touchdowns last week. Is that correct? Joe Burrow finally was like, ah, man, my calf is fine, y'all. Don't worry about my calf or my Achilles. I'm going to throw the ball. Hey, I'm Joe Burrow. Look how cool I am. I'm Joe Cool, man. Now I'm just going to throw the ball around because I realized that the calf bone is not connected to the arm bone. The calf bone, I don't even know what it's connected to no more. All I know is that my arm bone's working just fine. And there's Jamar Chase looking right down there. Look at him. Look at him. I'm going to throw it right to him. And he's going to catch tutties. Why do we keep saying tutties? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I could take a guess, though. I'm sure a lot of people could guess why we've gone with tutties. Mm, look at them tutties. <laughs> look, at, look at all them tutties he's got right there. Mm, love Jamon Chase and his tutties. <laughs> Coffee break. <laughs> So out of vantage, Jamar Chase and those nice tutties. <laughs> Up next on the wide receiver two position, JMH has G. Wilson and Baxter has K. Allen coming off his bye uh, against Dallas. And Garrett Wilson, mm -mm, not happening. Not happening, Garrett Wilson. Because Zach Wilson mm -mm, sucks. So let's see here. Out of Vantage Baxter on that one for show with K. Allen coming back. Then in the wide receiver three position, we have R. Shahid for JMH and M. Brown. Is that Hollywood Brown right there for Baxter? M. Brown's got a Q. So, uh, excuse me, guys. Look, it's just going to be happening today. I woke up and it actually was, that was sniffling a lot. So it didn't just come on like it did last week. So we're going to call that a wash. Arshahid. I'm not sure what Arshahid has done recently. What have you done for me lately, Eddie? What have you done for me? We don't know what Arshahid has done. And M. Brown's got a Q. So wash it away. Wash it. Wash, wash it away and I hear wash it away. Remember that song? Something like that. <laughs> At the running back one position, JMH has Jay Jacobs and Bexter's got T Pollard mm, against the Lax, the Los Angeles Chargers. You have the Lars and the Lax. 
and the Lars don't like the Lax as much. They have a feud. But then Jay Herbert falls in love with someone on the Lax, knowing on the Lars, he falls in love with Puka Nakua because he's so exotic. <laughs> and um but they they have to keep it secret because the Lars don't like the Lax. The Lars hate the Lax and the Lax hate the Lars. They've been they've hated each other for years, ever since they both started playing in LA. They're like, This is my LA and they're like, No, this is my LA. I'm like, no, this is my LA and then they just started feuding in the streets. It was crazy how much they were feuding in the streets. They were just slapping each other and and um, giving each other noogies and and it was rough so then the mayor of la came out and said no more of this the next person that's caught feuding in the streets uh is going to be sent to alaska and so they're like okay we won't feud anymore but there jay herbert was so enamored with Puka Nakua, Puka Nakua. So he decided that, uh, okay, everybody's <laughs> he's like, why is he really going to recap the entire story of Romeo and Juliet featuring Jay Herbert and Puka Nakua? I was about to go all the way for it, too. I was like, I'll, I'll tell the whole story. Because then Jay Herbert was going to um, accidentally get his best friend killed by stepping in between a... Uh, 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 battle between Keenan Allen and uh Keenan Allen and Matt Stafford I guess I don't know <laughs> I don't know oh geez and then he revenges he avenges not revenges sorry he avenges his uh his death and then he uh Jay Herbert has to go out he goes out and kills Matt Stafford and then you know Puka Nakua hears about it and is upset but then you know Matt Stafford gets sent off to Alaska <laughs> no not Matt Stafford Jay Herbert gets sent off to Alaska and uh Pukunukua um is just devastated and doesn't know what to do um until uh <clears throat> Roger Goodell comes in the commissioner is like hey I can uh, <laughs> I can give you this um this potion to make it seem like you're dead <laughs> So Puka, Puka Nakua fakes his death thanks to thanks to Roger Goodell. Um, but uh, you know, good old Jay Herbert's been he's been sent off to freaking Alaska, a beautiful place. <clears throat> Thing is, Jay Herbert's really started to love it. You know, he's like, man, Alaska's kind of beautiful. I mean, it's weird how it's like all constantly daytime for several months, but man, I'll I'll take it. But then he gets word that Puka Nakua is dead. And he's like, not my Puka. Not my Puka. And um, decides that he's going to come back and, um, and 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 settle the score by killing himself. But he has to do it there in front of the dead Puka. Um, and then he come, he, he orders some uh, stuff um, online to, to some horse tranquilizer or something to kill himself. Anyways, he comes, he comes down and he sees Puka. He says, Puka. Puka, you're, oh, you're still as beautiful as the day we met, and oh, you're still, your cheeks are still rosy, and you still feel warm, and and then these are all the signs, like, hey, you know, Jay Herbert, he's still alive, but 
Jay Herbert is so caught up in his grief that he doesn't notice the signs and uh, quickly drinks the horse tranquilizer and it kills him. And then and then uh, Puka Nakua wakes up and is like, no. And, um, you know, the Lars and the Lax, this is what this is what you get when you hate each other. <laughs> and, and then Puka um, had, has nothing um, nothing there to kill himself because the, he doesn't. Jay Herbert doesn't have a dagger. So he, he strangles himself with his own hair. And that's <laughs> there it is. I ended up doing the whole story anyways, didn't I? Oh, jeez. This is why is it always the first matchup that we just go totally loony toony on? And then, oh boy, we've lost our listeners already. Okay, running back two, we have R. Mostert, who is now now because D. A. Chan is got on the injured reserve that's way better for R. Mostert against Jay McLaughlin. Uh, what? Jay McLaughlin is is projected for two points. <laughs> Yahoo's like, nah, no, no, no. Not Jay McLaughlin. You ain't it. You ain't it. But he's up there playing, so we'll say at advantage R. Mostert going up against Carolina because you can run all over them all day. Sure wish I had D.A. Chan for that matchup. God. I thought I had it made, guys. I thought I had it made with that A-chan pickup. I thought I had a league winner. You might still have a league winner. I know, I know, but dang. Well, uh, we're going to stop commiserating. At least we're not like the Lars and the Lax. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay. Uh, um, next, we have the tight end position. K-Pitts versus S. Laporta. So JMH has got the pits, and it is the pits having him on your team. And Baxter's got Sam Laporta, which is just so exciting against Tampa Bay. We'll say add advantage Laporta for Baxter. And in the flex position, we have D. Swift up against the Jets. That's a tough matchup. And then we have J. Ford up against San Francisco. That's a tough matchup for Baxter. Ooh, we're going to call it a wash. Wash that one. In the kicker position, we have a Jay Moody versus Butker. Mm, love me a good Butker. Butker is projected for nine points. We'll say I'd advantage Baxter on that one. But then we got Buffalo and Kansas City. Hey, I used to have Kansas City's defense. JMH has Buffalo. Baxter's got Kansas City. We're going to say slight ad advantage to Buffalo going up against the Jets. Not the Jets. The other bad team in New York. The Giants going up against the Giants. So... Next time I'll tell you the story about how the the, the NYGs hated the, hated the NYJs, <laughs> but that one uh, they dance a lot in that one. The NYGs versus the NYJs. It was the yeah, so it's the Jets and the and the and the Giants, right? Yeah, but not like the Jets and the Sharks, wasn't it? The Jets and the Sharks and West Side Story, yeah, it sure was. But anyways, there's a lot of dancing and stabbing in that one. So that's kind of cool. It's the same story. I know it's the same story, but, you know, with dancing. Whatever. <laughs> so go, JMH, go. Let's move on to the next matchup. Our next matchup is Trick or Twinkle matchup. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if we went around the doors instead of saying Trick or Treat? We said Trick or Twinkle. <laughs> In there. And then some people are like, ooh, Twinkle for sure. <laughs> okay. Let's check out the numbers. Twinkle and Glisten is projected for 75.28 points. 
That's a 55% favorite. And Trick or Cheat is projected for 71.86 points. That's a 45% dog. And we're going with the favorite on this one. We're picking Will. That's right. We are picking Will. Will, we think, is having a Jermac bounce back performance after playing J-Love and uh, not playing his uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is finally back into the, not, is it, is he back? Yeah, he's back into the lineup. So it's going to be exciting. So let's check it out. At the QB position, Will is starting Jay Burrow. And there's Patty Mahomes for Jeet. That is at advantage Jeet. Though only slightly. He's only got a two-point prog- uh, projection advantage there. But P. Mahomes is going up against Denver. So he could put up a million points against Denver. Because their defense is duty caca. The wide receiver one position, though, is where Will has a heavy advantage. He's got S. Diggs, and G's got C. Godwin. Detroit's defense and secondary is actually pretty darn all right. So at advantage, S. Diggs and Will, for sure. Then we have at the wide receiver two position, D. Smith and A. Pooper. So Will's got D. Smith, and G's got A. Pooper at advantage. Will, even though D. Smith is going up against the Jets, a pooper is going up against San Francisco. They're both tough, so slight advantage to Will. Then we have in the wide receiver, wide receiver, the wide receiver three position. Will has M. Thomas versus A. Lazard. Is that a Lazard over there? That's a Lazard. Mm, it's quick too. That Lazard just scurrying through the bushes. Get him! Get him quick! Get that Lazard! <laughs> what okay so that's definitely we're gonna say at advantage will because a lazard is playing for the jets against philadelphia and guess who's throwing him the ball zach wilson okay so up next for running back one we have good old d henry d henry Versus Baltimore for Will and Christian McCaffrey versus Cleveland for Jeet. And CMC is going to have the heavy advantage. Heavy. Heavy. So, at advantage running back one there. But there, look at this. A Kamara versus A Gibson. Will has A Kamara and Jeet's got A Gibson. That is 100% at advantage Will. A, enjoy A, enjoy Kamara, 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 Will. Enjoy him. Because I sure could have used him after that horrible injury that I suffered with A-Chan. So, yeah. Great. Lovely. Loving it. You have fun with him and his Camarionis. At Advantage Will. Coffee break. <laughs> Coffee getting cold. Okay. So then we have, in the tight end position, Will has E. Ingram, and Jeet's got T. Kelsey. Now, typically this is an easy advantage Jeet, but there is a question. Okay, Kelsey has a potential of not playing. His ankle is tweaked, so we're not sure if he's going to play tonight or not. So we'll, we'll wash it away. Wash it away, because tight end, blah. And then in the flex position, this is no fun here. We have an A. Jones in there who does not have a game and already has an out by his name. 
And we have a C. Sutton for Will. So um, C. Sutton for Will, A. Jones for Jeet, and C. Sutton against Kansas City tonight. Could catch a touchdown, and he's going up against nobody. So, at advantage, Will. And for the kickers, we have a J. Elliott and a T. Bass. At advantage, Jeet with a T. Bass for sure. And here we are with the defenses. Baltimore's defense against Tennessee for Will. And Cincinnati's defense against Seattle for Jeet. That is at advantage, Will. It could be close and gross, but we're definitely going with Will on this one. All right. Our next matchup is Son of a Motherless STD matchup. And we are absolutely 100% picking G. So let's take a look at it. Son of a Motherless Goat is projected for 79.62 points. That's a 65% favorite. And Hogwarts STD is projected for 69.76 points. That's a 35% did a dog. And at the quarterback position, very close, very tight. We have uh, G's got Tua Tagovailoa, and of course, Hogwarts STDs has Josh Allen. Love you, Josh. You almost brought your team all the way back uh, after playing like duty caca for the first half. Remember how horrible that was. And you lost to a team you shouldn't have lost to, but you're now going up against the Giants at home, and he's going to have a field day. So Josh Allen. Josh Allen definite at advantage there. But at the wide receiver one position, this is where G excels. So G at has T Hill and J has C Olave. Uh Chalave. <laughs> I'll have the Chalave, please, with just a uh, half calf and have part soy, half soy, half calf, half soy calf. With a chalave, please. A grande chalave. <laughs> Um, so Chalave's got a Q and T Hill does not. And that is a definite advantage T Hill against Carolina. Ooh, that's the hotness. So G's got the advantage there. Then you go to the wide receiver two position. CD's lambs, them's good lambs for G and S more for J. S more. That is a small man running routes. Look at that small man running routes. That's who is that? That's Sky Moore. Sky Moore, really? That short? They called him Sky? Well, well, you know, there is irony in this world. It's like rain on the wedding day? Nope, that's not irony. Do not listen to Alana's more set if we're speaking about irony. She has no idea what she's talking about. Why did we allow it? Eh, you know, it's music. But music's important. And so are lyrics. I know. <laughs> I don't know. No one had the heart to tell her. That pretty much all of her examples were just unfortunate and not ironic. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> okay, so C.D. Lamb, definite advantage. <laughs> all right, and so in the wide receiver three position, we have a Waddle, a J. Waddle versus a K. Raymond. What is a K. Raymond, J.? Who is that? I don't know what a K. Raymond is, but definitely at advantage, G. <clears throat> okay, then we, excuse me, guys, about that one. <clears throat> Okay, there it is again. Oh my god, y'all, my kitty looking so cute. She's over here sleeping by me. And then she just did the little, the cute thing where she's kind of hiding her face a little bit when she, oh my god. Okay, sorry, kitty diversion. All right, so uh, then we have at running back one, we have Travis Etienne Junior for G. He had two touchdowns in London. Just so I could show the London people that you do not deserve to have a football. 
Travis Etienne versus Indiana and Indiana. Did I say that right? I think you did. And then the Gus Bus. So at advantage G with Travis Etienne Jr. looking very good. And then he has Alexander Matheson in the running back too. Mm-hmm. Get Chicago. And there is a versus a. Jay has a R. Johnson. Why are we still speaking of French? We don't know, but we keep doing it. R. Johnson has a Q. <laughs> a Q. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what's going on there with Roshan Johnson. But I guess Khalil Herbert's out. So Roshan has an opportunity, but he also has a Q. So at advantage, A. Madison. Running back out advantage all around. And then we have a G Kittle for G and a J Ferguson for J. And we're going to say out advantage G on that one. And then we have in the flex position, G's got Debo Samuel. And J's got an S Barkley who's got a Q playing Sunday night against Buffalo. Buffalo is going to be upset about losing in London. So S Barkley's got, uh, you know, he's got the projection there, but I'm still going to say out advantage to G with Debo Samuel. And then with the kickers, we have E. McPherson for G and D. Carlson for J. And that's pretty much a wash. I don't understand kicking the football no more. They're very close in projections. And then for the de- the two top defenses, really. So we have Dallas's defense for G and San Francisco's defense for J. Oh, boy. So we're going to say out advantage to J on that one because going up against Cleveland. And I hope that they sack... Uh, Watson in the face, Deshaun so many times. So that's what he deserves. But still going with G. All right, let's check out the next matchup. We have Church Home Dick matchup. <clears throat> okay, the Church Home Dick matchup. We are picking Justin. Yes, we are picking Justin. All right, Justin, why are we picking you? Let's see. The numbers say so. That's why. Um, actually, the numbers here are different from the numbers on the computer. That's interesting. All right, church home commodes. Sorry, guys. Just to give So I look at the matchups on my phone, and then um, my show notes are on my computer. Uh, and then when I was picking on my computer, the numbers on the computer are different than the numbers on my app here. So that's weird. Anyways. Church Home Commodes is predicted for 72.08 points. That's a 46% did a dog. While Dick Penelude's predicted for 74.56 points. That's a 54% favorite. So we are picking the did a dog. This is the one dog we're picking. Everything else is uh, we're picking. No, I think this is the second dog we're picking because we haven't gotten to our matchup yet. That's right. Okay, so let's check out why. So we got a B Purdy for Justin in the QB1. And we have L Jackson. Oh, my God. They are projected for absolutely almost the same point. 16.24 for Brock Purdy and 16.23 for L Jack. We're going to say add advantage to B Purdy just because of the amazing performance he had on Sunday night. So, yeah. Okay. Add advantage Brock Purdy. Mm, Brock Purdy is so purdy. Look at Brock over there. He's so purdy. Then we have D Adams versus C Ridley. So. D. Adams in the wide receiver one position has a Q versus the C. Ridley who caught like all the passes against Buffalo. But we will say slight advantage to D. Adams, even though he has the Q versus New England. New England is duty caca. So 
Then in the wide receiver two position, there's Buka Nakua, who, if, if you uh, can recall or remember, is now dead. He has strangled himself with his own hair. Um, <laughs> but we have Puka Nakua versus Nico Collins. Slight advantage to Justin on that one uh, versus Arizona. And then we have Tutu Atwell in the wide receiver three position for Justin and uh, Drake London for Chris. So Tutu Atwell, again, he's got Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua. He has got the wide receiver stack Justin does here. So well, let's just enjoy it. Let's have fun. Let's just say slight out advantage to Justin because he's loving that that passing game from uh, the Rams, the Lars. So there it is. <clears throat> uh, yeah. And then in the running back position, we have Joe Mixon versus Isaiah Pacheco. And that is an ad advantage, a slight ad advantage to Pacheco because he's playing Denver. Um, and then in the running back two position, there's David Montgomery. Oh, good old David Montgomery against Tampa Bay and Kenneth Walker the third against the Cincinnati Bobcats. No, they're the Cincinnati somethings. What are they, the Bengals? Not the Bobcats. Okay, either way, this is going to be a wash. They're both projected for very similar points, so we're going to wash it away. <clears throat> then Cole Komet is a tight end that Justin has, and T-Hawk is the tight end that Chris has, and add advantage to Christos with the T-Hawk, according to projections, because C-Komet has a Q. Not sure what's up with that, but he's got a cue there. And then, ooh, we got a gross situation here in the flex. We got R. Stevenson for Justin versus Jay Gibbs for Chris. Jay Gibbs has got a cue. Uh, I guess if Jay Gibbs doesn't go, he's got um, Jeff Wilson Jr. down there that could possibly go and D. Hopkins. So we'll see what happens there. But we'll say at advantage, slight at advantage to R. Stevenson against the Raiders. Ugh. And then the kickers, we got a B Mayor and a J Tucker, and that's always at advantage to Christos. And then at the defense, Justin has the Lax, the Chargers versus Dallas, and Dick Panelin's got Philadelphia against the Jets. So at advantage, Christos on that one. So we are still picking the dog. Uh, we're pretty much picking the dog based on the quarterbacks and the wide receivers, we believe. All right, let's go on to our last matchup. We're moving on to Baby Billy's Bonkers Taint matchup. And we're picking us, and this is the other dog we're picking. So we've picked two dogs and three favorites. So let's jump into the numbers. Taint Misbehaving is projected for 75.24 points. That's a 37% did a dog. And Baby Billy Baba Bonkers is projected for 84.37 points. That's a 63% favorite, even though their cues abound. On baby, baby, baba, bonga. So many cues. And uh, I have all my cues and IRs are on the bench. Or I had to drop them or whatever. So I had to piece this thing together. Let's take a look at it. Now, Matt Stafford, welcome back to our team, by the way. We, we picked you up and then we put you down and then we picked you back up. So here we go. Let's give it another go. So my QB1 is Matt Stafford and Todd's is Jerbert. And uh, Jerbert's got a cue, but Jerbert's going to play. It's his non-throwing finger. And at advantage, Todd versus Dallas on Monday night. Though I'm liking, you know, Matt Stafford's matchup. We'll still say at advantage, Todd. 
Then in the let's say the words wide receiver one position, we have A Brown for me versus C Cup. Now I like it because I'm playing Stafford. So if Stafford throws to Cup, I'm all down. I'm I'm about about it. I'm about about it. But I'm still okay. He, C Cup is projected for more points than A Brown because A Brown's playing the Jets. So. Slight out advantage to Cooper Cup. So, so far we see why we're a dog. Yes, we do. But then at the right receiver two position, we've got D Moore. And Todd's got Amonra St. Brown, who has a Q again and possibly might not play or will play, but might be limited. So, you know, he could he could have an R Rice in there or an A Thielen uh, by the time we hit Sunday. So we'll still say advantage to us on that one. So to D more. And then we've got Gabriel Davis in our wide receiver three versus D Metcalf. D Metcalf has a Q against Cincinnati. Gabe Davis is going up against the Giants. All he does is score touchdowns. I should have played him yesterday, yesterday last week, but I did not. So he's back in there. Let's go Bills at advantage us on that one. Then at the running back position, we have Bijan Robinson and for us and Austin Eckler, who's finally coming back. And that's at advantage us. I'm just going to say it. Um, Austin Eckler is playing against Dallas, which could be tough. Um, and Bijan's going up against Washington at home. Um, we'll just say out advantage us and then Jay Cook versus B Hall. That's at advantage Todd. So we have Cook, he has Hall. Brees Hall is like running around all over the place. So out advantage Todd on that one. And then for the tight end position, we picked up Logan Thomas, L Thomas right there versus the Mandrews. Another out advantage for Todd. Though so I think Logan Thomas is scoring a touchdown. I'm just gonna say it right now. He's scoring a touchdown. Does he get two tutties? Hmm. I think he's got two tutties. Look at them two tutties right there. Mm. Are, you, are you guaranteeing two tutties? I'm guaranteeing two tutties. Are we really guaranteeing two tutties? No, we're not going to guarantee two tutties. But that'd be great if you got two tutties, Logan Thomas. And not Mandrews. Mandrews can definitely get two tutties. Mandrews has two tutties all the time. That's why he's Mandrews. <laughs> okay. Then in the flex position, uh, where we picked up Zemoth, and he's got a K Williams, and that's out of advantage Todd again. Crap. Todd's going to get his first win against us, isn't he? Then in the kicker, we picked up a B Aubrey, and he's got the J Sanders, and that's a wash because they're projected for very similar points. And then we are sticking with Miami's defense against Carolina because that's a bad team, and he's got Las Vegas' defense against New England. We'll say slight out advantage to us. So, there it is. We're still picking us, uh, but Todd has started 0-5. He is uh, the last winless team, uh, and of course, he's he's playing me, so I feel like, you know, he's, he's ready for that first win. He'd love to get it against me, us, us, me, us, but we're still picking us because we believe, we believe, Bill Eve. And uh, go us go. Okay, this was again long because we we did the whole Romeo and Juliet with the Lax and the Lars. Yeah, they're not all going to be winners, Jeff. They're not all going to be winners. Hey, but we're picking we're picking people. It's great. We're doing our prognosticating. Let's go on to our playoff 
prognostication. All right. If it's the end of the show, that means we're playoff prognostication check-in right now. We're going from six to one. Let's do this. Here we go. At number six, we protected Baby Billy Baba Bongos. And the real number six is Twinkle and Glisten, who dropped down, I believe, from number two. It's weird. Like, everybody kind of moved up one except for Will, who dropped down. Um, and then we had just a little bit of movement here. But pretty much everyone that was in the playoffs last week is still in the playoffs this week. Just a little bit of moving around. So, at number five, we have son, we have prognosticated Son of a Motherless Goat. The real number five is Him Job. At number four, we prognosticated Trick or Jeet. The real number four is Son of a Motherless Goat, who moved up from five to four. And then we have, at number three, we prognosticated Church Home Commodes. The real number three is Taint Misbehaving, who moved up from four to three. And then we have, at number two, we prognosticated Taint Misbehaving. And the real number two is Ludicrously Capacious Bag, who I believe moved up from three to see where we're going, three to two. And then uh, staying at number one, we prognosticated Hogwarts STDs. And the number one remains Trick or Jeet, who got his first loss of the season, is no longer an undefeated team. Uh, so he is at four and one, along with Ludicrously Capacious Bag and Taint Misbehaving, all at four and one. Uh, so yeah, I believe what does son of a motherless goat at four and one or three or two? I thought it was three or two. Let's see. Son of a motherless goat is at three and two. So is Twinkle and Glistian, and so is him job. So that's, that's where we are. So some more movement is definitely going to happen next week, but that's where we are at the almost halfway point of the season. We believe the halfway point is probably next week is what we're calling the halfway point. I think so. Yep, that's the show, everybody. I hope everyone has a great Thursday night, a fantastic league Sunday, and a wonderful Monday night. Um, we're just going to go off and try to enjoy the rest of our fall break till we get back at it and go right into uh, production craziness. We're actually building the set on Sunday. So set build on Sunday, and then here we go. Let's do this thing. So if you guys can come check out Ghost Light, uh, that's the show we're doing at LPS the LPS Theater Company presents Ghostlight November 9th through the 12th. It's going to be really cool. I'm really uh, excited about this one. And there we go. We just threw in a little thing for our show. Hey, isn't that fun? All right. Uh, there it is, League. You know, I love you. Until then, we'll say goodbye.